0: Okay, let's try this again. Welcome back to The Fifth Block with Mr. Honored, A weekly overview of what's going on in my elective and core classes at Bedford High School, where I teach English with my teaching partner, Mr. Gum, who teaches history. So we have humanities classes as well. And I'm just going to spend some time going through what we're currently studying in classes as a way of... Translating what goes into those agendas in maybe a way that is useful at home, we'll see. We're trying it out. Actually, it's kind of a, a, a good week to try it out because although today's episode is pretty rushed, I have to get it out the door before I myself head out for some Christmas activities this weekend But we had a snow day yesterday, so we should talk about what snow days mean. They throw things all out of whack because unlike planned holidays, snow days just become a hole in the calendar. So yesterday was our first snow day of the 2020-2021 school year. It was scheduled to be a 3R day, meaning that the morning cohorts... The ones that come into person in our hybrid schedule would have been 3R. That would have been roots for Mr. Gum and myself. And then we follow the R schedule for the rest of the day in the afternoon in our remote blocks. Well, when a snow day happens, normally if it was a red day, we just throw that red day out and we just keep on with this red-silver schedule the way it would have been was if there had been no snow day. Uh, and we're continuing that in... Uh, This year's version of the calendar where we have an eight-day rotation, one for each block, 1R, 2R, 3R, so on. So yesterday being a 3R day, it's gone. We'll never have that 3R day back. Uh, We are less affected by that, Mr. Gum and myself, because we have a humanities class with roots, so... We had three S today, so we saw those kids anyways. We were able to do a reading quiz today as if that empty day that happened yesterday never happened. But it's just good to know that today was a silver day. And we will make some adjustments with some of these long-form assignments, some of the written work, some of the things where we would have built on what they started in class. The only thing that doesn't care... there was a snow day this will always be true is the reading calendar right because the reading has been broken down for the whole unit to take a certain amount of time and even if there is a snow day well snow days are a pretty good day to snuggle up with a book and do some reading less so for maybe some writing or presentation preparing something where you need a teacher or support staff's second set of eyes or guiding questions to get you through that. The uh, reading, we always expected you to do the reading outside of class anyway. So the reading calendar, uh, the phrase is it, it marches on no matter no matter what. We will work around the reading calendar so that we can stay on schedule, so that we can recover quickly from the snow day. So uh, it is good to get that expectation across. Okay, let's run through the classes. IB English. There he is. In IB English, we are finishing the reading of Master Harold and the Boys in class today. The students have their third breakout room performance of the play, so I really don't have much to add, other than then, uh, really, I really don't have much to add. Other than when I jumped into their breakout rooms in the last class, everybody was on task and doing their work. So the kids have done a great job managing themselves as they continue to impress during this pandemic, making school happen despite all that's working against them. So I have no doubt that they'll finish the reading today. I see them in person next week, so we'll get some time to actually talk about some themes and uh, the assessment that will then quickly be assigned very small assessment for a very small unit. They will be assigned a chart for a very simple way to describe it, but it is, I suppose, writing at the heart of it as an assessment, so not a presentation, but it's not much writing. In fact, it will be advertised as not really taking them any more than an hour. Uh, because of that, it is quasi being assigned over break because it will be due on the first day that I meet with those kids again, post-holiday break. But there is plenty of time, either the Monday that we get back or the Wednesday of next week, which is technically still a school day, even though it's a targeted instruction day, where they can get it off their plate and not have it be a part of their break. But technically, it will be a homework assignment that hangs over the head over break. Not much I could do about it. The schedule is tight. We want to get started on Chronicle of a Death Foretold as soon as we get back in January. So I had to make this concession with the schedule. Okay, that's all there is with IB. Let's move on to the AB classes where there is a lot more going on. As I already mentioned, we had a reading quiz today that takes us up through page 48. So the students have now been assessed as to how well they're comprehending the novel up through page 48. They have one reading assignment left, which is to read through page 68 by Monday. That will be the first third of the novel done. Um, I don't have anything else that the students are working on right now for English. However, we're having a really good time. And I do want to talk about this a little bit because they are using the novel to talk about history right now. And some students are really kind of cracking the humanities code and beginning to see what Mr. Gum and myself are up to. So for Mr. Gum right now, they are doing a history assessment. It is a writing exercise, technically they're paragraph writing, but we are still on the stage in this freshman humanities course where we are having them write their paragraphs in a very organized and precise fashion. So we are assigning a spreadsheet of all things where we take the parts of a paragraph and break it up into cells, claim sentence, Then provide some context then drop in your evidence from your source material that will be in the form of a quote then some commentary where you as a communicator argue for why the evidence you have just shown me proves your claim and a little bit of a wrap-up so they're doing that twice two charts we keep calling it two paragraphs because that's what they're building two paragraph writing assessment in the form of a graphic organizer One paragraph is very history-oriented. Our focus of the Middle Ages has been roles, roles in society. And we have kept it pretty simple with the roles being the nobility, the clergy, the peasantry. And in their first paragraph, they make an argument for what American role, what modern society role. And we had a brainstorm session where we talked about teachers and firefighters, you'll see why firefighters in a moment, and maybe parents. We even had kids throw out things like landscapers and babysitters and janitors. It was, it was great. As always, a brainstorming session with freshmen is great. And so they're making an argument for what modern-day role can be compared with a Middle Ages role. So who are the peasants of modern-day America? Who is the nobility of modern-day America? That's the history paragraph. But then the second paragraph they're doing is what character in Fahrenheit 451 matches up to what Middle Ages role. So if we have an understanding of what peasantry is, who is acting like a peasant in the novel Fahrenheit 451? Who is acting like a knight? Who is acting like the clergy? And, you know, this is where it gets interesting Because I don't know if Mr. Gummer or myself know what the answer is. It is buried in the student's interpretation of these characters. And we've been helping with that. We've been doing some character comparisons. We've talked about how the characters of Mildred and Clarice can be juxtaposed to see two different views of society. But this is where we have to turn the novel over to the kids and say, who's the peasant? And prove it to me. Um, And so we have had some vibrant discussions that would not be possible if these kiddos weren't keeping with the reading and weren't beginning to use that basic comprehension knowledge to start making some evaluation and analysis of their own. Okay. Now I should end by saying it's not a hundred percent. I know that there are some reading quiz scores that I'm going to put in this afternoon that are failing. But what I see is there is a clear disparity between students who are doing the reading guides as homework and I'm putting in passing scores or even perfect scores versus students who are not doing the reading and are guessing. And so they don't have even that basic comprehension knowledge to start with. And so I'm putting in 50s or lower, which tells me they're just not reading or they're not reading with support if reading is a struggle area for them. And the data really supports that because there's no Bs and Cs in the middle. It's it's either doing great or pulling zeros, which tells me that they need to use the reading guides if they're not. They need to do the reading if they're not. And hopefully what they have seen around them is their peers who are doing the reading are participating in some really vibrant and some really interesting The American dream, maybe. In the American dream, We are also doing writing, and we are also doing writing in the form of a graphic organizer. So today, we are going to work on a working thesis. And the working thesis is going to be the student focusing on a playwriting choice. So be it stage design, music, lighting, characterization... Uh, we brainstormed all of this on Tuesday. Uh, we missed out on this writing day yesterday, so we're moving it to today. Uh, so students will have a working thesis by the end of today's block. And then next week, all right, and this will answer the, is there homework in Roots of Thought question? Uh, there, or excuse me, American Dream. A- and there there is um, no homework right now because this writing assignment that they're doing They will work on it on both Monday, Tuesday, uh, and will even say that they can work on it on Wednesday of next week as well, because next week is technically a silver Wednesday, and so we will meet with American Dream Kids next Wednesday, um, and so they could even still be working on the graphic organizer on Wednesday. Uh, So they have finished Death of a Salesman. They don't have any more Death of a Salesman to watch and they have done the comprehension questions for act two. Uh, those were due yesterday. Um, so those should be in my possession as well. So that means that there is nothing to do, but the writing and the writing we will do in class. All right. So, uh, that, uh, that thumbs it up and, uh, I won't do one of these next week because that that doesn't make sense to do one of these for only a three-day week. So uh, the next time you'll hear from me is in January when we will only be a week away from the second quarter being over. It'll be on to the third quarter, and wow, we are doing it. We're doing a school year this year. So rest up because we need it. Um, to come back strong and, and finish this quarter when we get back oh okay gotta go